KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, shaping the next generation of data-driven problem solvers. Learn more about the online Master of Data Science program from UC San Diego at omds.ucsd.edu. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Monday, May 22nd. Nominating commissioners today for San Diego's new police oversight panel. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Home prices in the county increased last month for the second month in a row. The median sale price of a single-family home in the county was $930,000. The ratio of new houses for sale to new houses sold in the county last month was also higher compared to March, but prices are still lower than this time last year. San Diego County's unemployment rate dropped to 3.3 percent last month. The rate dropped after two consecutive months where the rate was stuck at 3.7 percent. But according to the State Employment Development Department, last month's rate was still higher than April 2022's rate, but not by much. The unemployment rate in the county in April last year was 3.2 percent. The recent data shows the county is doing much better than most of the rest of the state. The statewide unemployment rate last month was 4.3%. Two automakers are paying a $200 million class action settlement over claims their vehicles are too easy to steal. The problem affects about 9 million 2011 to 2022 Kia and Hyundai models in the U.S. Thieves could use a USB cable to start the engines on models that had turnkey ignition switches instead of push buttons. The San Diego City Attorney was one of many cities to sue the automakers. The settlement will provide cash compensation to customers who suffered theft-related losses or damage not covered by insurance and more. A software upgrade will also be provided to eligible owners. According to reporting by the San Diego Union-Tribune, the proposed settlement is expected to be reviewed in court for preliminary approval in July. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. The San Diego City Council will nominate a slate of commissioners to the city's new, more robust police oversight panel today. But there is growing criticism of the process after a recent KPBS investigation. Reporter Scott Rod has this story. It's been two and a half years since San Diegans overwhelmingly voted for stronger community oversight of police misconduct. But the city council is only now appointing members to the new, more powerful commission on police practices. The city council abruptly announced a plan to appoint new commissioners, but only after a KPBS investigation found the commission is barely functioning. Andrea St. Julian is an attorney and the co-chair of San Diegans for Justice. She says nominees were given only a few days to prepare. Having it at such short notice is really insensitive to those community members who don't have the luxury of just being able to take off of work whenever they want to. The volunteer commissioners will have to complete extensive training before oversight of SDPD can restart. Scott Rod, KPBS News. 
A North County cafe is facing a federal civil rights lawsuit over sexual harassment allegations. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says Swami's Cafe in Encinitas subjected teenage girls and young women to a, quote, highly sexualized work environment. North County reporter Alexander Wynn has more. The suit filed in federal court last week alleges that the company has had a pattern of hiring teenage girls as young as 16 years old based on their appearance and vulnerability. The suits further alleges that manager John Nolan created a hostile work environment by inappropriately touching young female employees and making sexual comments. In a statement to KPBS, Swami's Cafe says the company denies the allegations and, quote, will vigorously defend against this lawsuit. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says the hostile work environment was not limited to the chain's original location in Encinitas. Swami's has 10 locations throughout the county. The company also owns Honey's Bistro. The suit seeks monetary damages for the alleged victims and an injunction to prevent Swami's from engaging in future discrimination. Alexander Nguyen, KPBS News. Winter is behind us, and that means bats in San Diego have emerged from hibernation. SciTech reporter Thomas Fudge visited their habitat and spoke with local bat fans as they prepared for seasonal bat walks. Natalie Borchert stands on the edge of the San Diego River in Mission Valley as she describes the bat walks the San Diego River Park Foundation hosts every spring and summer. Warm weather and the insects that come with it have brought bats out of hibernation. One cool thing about bats, they navigate and hunt using echolocation where their high-pitched squeak bounces off bugs in their path. Like when you stand in the canyon and you say, Echo! and you hear it back, that's exactly what the bat is doing. They're sending out a frequency and then based on what they get back, they can tell how far away that bug is. Bats live all over San Diego. They're fond of roosting under freeway bridges. Twilight bat walks are very popular. In fact, Borchard said they've had to cap attendance. She chose this part of the river for a future walk due to a good supply of river bugs and condo buildings with red tile roofs on either side. Bats squeeze between the tiles for cover. It's part of their urban habitat. Borchard says her group wants to engage people with bats. So one of the projects that we offer is for scouts to uh, design and build their own bat boxes. One of those scouts is 17-year-old Ty Castle Ingen. He built six bat boxes to earn his Eagle Scout rank, and three of those boxes are now installed near the San Diego River's edge in Julian. A bat box looks like a very large birdhouse with entry slats below. Asked why he became interested in bats, Castle explains it's because they're bats. Like, they're mammals that can fly, you know? And I think uh, oftentimes we, we get caught up a lot in that kind of fantasy of flying, and it seems oftentimes like very mystical, you know, being able to, to have that kind of superpower. Then there's that creepy gothic allure of the bat. Beyond Batman, there's also a, a lot of like witchcraft elements that are involved with bats, you know? And you have, you have characters like Dracula and these vampires that also can turn into bats or shapeshift, you know? And I think those are really cool, popular elements that, that have kind of adapted from bats. Before she created bat programs, Natalie Borchard said she used to be terrified of bats. I still get a little nervous when they dive bomb my head. I have heard 
that possibly it's because I have the light colored hair and the insects reflect well off of the hair. Don Endicott points out the bat is not aiming for your head. There are all sorts of myths about bats. Uh, they attack you. Well, they don't. Uh, they'll get in your hair. Nope. Uh, they'll drink your blood. Uh, there are three species of vampire bats, none north of central Mexico, so none here. Endicott is a retired engineer, a self-taught bat expert, and a guide at many local bat walks. The greatest threat to bats, he says, is a deadly disease called white nose syndrome that's spreading east to west in North America. That and the heavy use of pesticides that wipe out their prey. The only true danger bats present to us is rabies. Like skunks and raccoons, they can be vectors for the disease. Bats are nature's insecticide, helping to make San Diego fairly bug-free. Endicott says they are pollinators of native plants, such as agave. And though they are fast and elusive, Endicott recalls one instance when he camped at Joshua Tree National Park and was riding his bike near twilight. And on the way back, it's after dark. And I have my headlamp on, and I look to my left, and there's a bat flying, basically my wingman, right off my shoulder, following me down the road, because undoubtedly I'm bringing up insects to the light, and it's just having this great little dinner riding along with me. One more thing about bats, they are not flying rodents. They are members of the Chiroptera family, and they bear a closer relation to primates than they do to mice. Thomas Fudge, KPBS News. Coming up, a historic change for the lowrider community in National City. We'll have that story and more just after the break. I'm Beth Accomando, KPBS arts reporter and host of the Cinema Junkie podcast. I'm also a geeky gourmet who likes to bake food themed to the movies I watch, like chocolate blood to savor with Dracula, or an extra chewy Wookiee cookie to enjoy with Star Wars. I'm geeky about the things I love, and that makes me a public radio geek as well. I love being able to connect with audiences just like you through TV, radio, the web, and podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. So, are you a KPBS geek? If so, then I'm asking you to get in touch with your inner nerd and become a member of KPBS today. Just go to kpbs.org and click the blue Give Now button and make a donation. That's right, let's geek out together about the things we love. Veterans seeking medical aid in La Jolla will now see the name of a Navy captain who helped open doors, hatches, and scuttles for women to serve on warships. Military reporter Andrew Dyer has more. Navy Captain Kathy Breer was part of the landmark lawsuit in the 1970s that overturned a law barring women from serving on combat ships. Now, a wing at the Jennifer Marino VA Medical Center bears her name. It allowed me to find a career that I fell in love with. 
Here's retired Rear Admiral Sandy Adams. I never would have been able to serve on a ship, any type of ship at the time. Women who were flying at the time could not even land on a ship. Even though they could fly a helicopter over the ocean and go by the ship, they were not allowed to land on the ship. It was crazy. Bruyere is one of two San Diego military women memorialized recently. In December, the medical center was renamed for Army Captain Jennifer Moreno, a San Diego high school graduate from Logan Heights who was killed in Afghanistan in 2013. Bruyere died in San Diego in 2020. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. Members of the United Lowrider Coalition last week removed the last trace of a 30-year ban on cruising in National City. The simple act of lifting the sign reading, Cruising Prohibited Off Its Bolt, symbolizes a new beginning for lowrider enthusiasts like Victor Ayala. It means everything to me. I'm actually building my own car right now. This is my dad's car. It's 59 Impala convertible. I'm building a 1960 Impala convertible. I will be out real soon, and me and him and the rest of my family will be cruising. Last week, the National City Council unanimously voted to host and pay for three lowrider caravans this summer. The first will be held on June 17th. Some Oceanside High School students are learning the art of producing a TED Talk. Education reporter M.G. Perez tells us the international video platform, famous for spreading ideas and inspiration, now wants the input of young people. The main character of my book, Math From Me To You, illustrated and written by me. 14-year-old Caitlin Ho is a ninth grade student at El Camino High School in the Oceanside Unified District. She is learning how to be a TED Talker, delivering an eight-minute presentation to hundreds of classmates about her passions, math, and reading. She handled it despite being nervous. I handled it by thinking about how proud I am of my work and how much I wanted to share it with others. And I also was able to practice it in front of a lot of different types of people. El Camino High School was chosen as an official TED-Ed campus, an honor that included access to the video platform's extensive curriculum and library. 150 freshmen enrolled in an entrepreneur class also received online instruction from TED Talk teachers. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Monday.